2: Howdy folks, we're going to have a great episode today. We're going to be talking about how can I educate my children in these strange times. First, we're going to start with some wisdom from the book of Proverbs 1-7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And Proverbs 9.9, Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. For the Christian mother and father educating one's children in a manner that will grow their biblical understanding, their commitment to Christ, and also prepare them to operate successfully in today's culture has maybe never been harder, at least in any recent times. Today we're going to discuss educational resources and options relating to private schools, homeschooling, and public schools with two very knowledgeable people on these topics. We're going to start out with Stacy Giona of Throughout All Ages Ministries and the Half Price Tuition Program. And then after the break, we're going to talk to Vic Graham of the San Marco School Board.
3: First, we wanna welcome Stacy, who's a good friend of ours. Welcome, Stacy. We're so happy to there you are. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Here I am. Thank you so much for having me on your show today, oh, Brian and Kathleen. I'm really happy to talk to you. I just, I'm going to tell our listeners some about Stacy and Joe. They've been involved in ministries for over 25 years. In fact, that's how we know Stacy and Joe through their ministry. Stacey and Joe are co founders and co directors of Throughout All Ages Ministries, and they shorten that to T A A M. They go into the public and private high schools and colleges to teach God's Word and how to use apologetics to defend the Christian faith. Stacey is also the director of the Half Price Tuition Program, and this is a program that many parents are going to be interested in because it is it makes it possible for them to afford Christian and private schools by offering much lower tuition. Stacey and Joe have three children, and she's going to tell us more about being a parent and grandparent in these strange times. So, Stacey, once again, tell us first about Throughout All Ages and what you do to influence our high schools and college students.
4: Yes, thank you, Kathleen. Throughout All Ages, ministry, came is my, my husband and my nonprofit organization, and we established 1530 Apologetics, through that. And we go into the public high schools and build up the students' character to intellectually think about their worldview and weigh it with truth. You see, the statistics show that 75 to 85 of kids who grow up in the Christian home walk away from their faith. It is our aim and hope to equip these students before they leave the home and provide them with easy answers to tough questions you know the bible states in first peter 3:15, always be ready to give an answer a defense for the hope that is in you we want the students to know why they believe in what they believe in and what we're doing now when the pandemic hit that we kids all the kids started being homeschooled came 1530 Apologetics started conducting classes on social media, um, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. You know, Kathleen, what uh, and Brian, what's so exciting is now this fall we're going to start a radio program discussing apologetics worldviews, answering the tough questions of culture today, and we are working on hosting a 1530 Apologetics online class with worksheets and more. We're in close contact with homeschools, co-op class, private schools as well.
3: That is great. It's so important for students to be prepared when they get get confronted with different ideas that they're not familiar with and how can they answer those. So I bet you that you've had a lot of inspiring stories and encounters with students and so tell us some uh, a little bit about some of your m- more important, more inspiring uh, experiences, you know, with your students. I bet you have a lot of them.
4: Right, yeah. And it, uh, interaction on the school and teaching these classes, one of my favorite stories, particularly Joe was speaking, my husband was speaking at one of these high schools about finite universe. A senior followed him out of the classroom and told him he had never heard a message like that. He was so excited. He wanted to know what church Joe attended and how he could receive more information. That was the student's last week of his senior year. He was heading out to college. And at that point, Joe and I realized what we were doing were so important in investing in the next generation. One more favorite story that I would love to share. Joe was at a different high school and talking to students about different gods. I noticed uh, several students taking out their phone and checking to see if what Joe was saying was accurate. And one girl shouted out, he's right. And what is so neat is because we 're living in a generation where kids are being told what to believe and not correcting if it's checking to see if it's correct or not so that was really an, an important moment and to hear more about throughout all ages ministry um, fifteen thirty apologetics, you can go to throughout all ages ministry dot com
3: ah, that is so wonderful yes and Remember our listeners throughout all ages, ministries.com. Visit the website and find out more how you can, uh, find out more about this and, and equip students. You know, I think that, uh, a lot of times students just have an inherent intuition that what they're being told isn't right and like the, the universe was, just happened by accident. So yeah, they need to be able to, to, Be have the other side of this and be able to check it out and be investigators on their own. And that's what you're teaching them. I think that's so great. Uh, So what are the alternatives in uh, now that the public schools are so restricted? Gavin Newsom has shut a lot of them down, or at least it is believed that they are. Can you tell us more about what exactly is going on in the public schools?
4: Uh, Yes, I will do my best. Kathleen, I was one of those concerned parents on campus, observing what was taking place. I was taking part in the public school activities, and i seen what was being
3: enforced. And so many parents already had concerns about the public schools and what they're teaching. The the some of the real out and out anti Christian teachings, uh, just you know, the Darwinism and the sexuality and the distortion Mm. of our history and other ways children are indoctrinated so yeah you were one of those parents
4: yes and i've seen what was being enforced and indoctrinated that was taking place this was over 15 years ago when my student my kids attended elementary i started looking at my options and we decided to private school homeschool, we decided to do the private school homeschool route. Looking back, that was the best decision we made as a family. Now that um, now public schools are teaching common core, gender confusion, the new sex education curriculum, changing our textism, uh, textbooks, Marxism, the list can go on. And sadly, they have took got, taken God out of the public school. And one more thing, we would never thought, think that we would, that all students are required to be homeschooled. And I look at that, this as churches. And parents should take advantage of this opportunity by bringing the Bible back into the citizens. So that's about that's
3: very good about the throughout all ages. Now tell us about the uh, alternatives that to public schools that are being made available. The uh, the half price tuition program. We really need to hear about that because yeah uh,
4: yeah yeah. All right. So K praise has this. fabulous half-price tuition campaign going on right now. And they have been doing this for several years. This program assists parents, families, in finding a private school or homeschool that they can call home and provide these wonderful private schools with exceptional radio advertisement benefits. I love what our general manager says. It's a win-win. We have several schools participating on our website, and you can go... To KPRZ.com, click on the school book and look at all our amazing private schools, preschools, homeschools, even universities, art schools, and apologetics. These are all available. If you um, don't see a school that you are interested in that and you're interested in it or you're a school that desires to learn more, you can call 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. When you call, we can t- provide more guides, um, more um, details regarding the schools that are opening up for cl- in-classroom instruction or online instruction. But I would like to encourage our our listeners, how important our children's education is. We cannot get back this time as our kids are growing and time is going by so quickly. We need to invest in our children's education. It's the best decision we can make. Our children are priceless. And for yes. more information, remember, go to KPRZ.com or call us at 844 800 Five seven,
3: five seven. Thank you so much for being with us, Stacey. After the break, we will discuss the public school situation with Victor Graham, Vice President of San Marcos School Board, and he will tell parents about different opportunities and alternatives as well.
1: There is more Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Still to come on KPraise.
0: God loves San Diego. This is K-Praise, a service of Salem Media Group.
1: Welcome back to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Milinakis on
2: K-Praise. Howdy, folks. Now we're going to interview Victor Graham, Vice President of the San Marcos School Board. Are you there, Victor? Yes, I
5: am. Brian, thanks yep. for the call.
2: Thanks. Great. Let me just give you a brief introduction here, and then we'll get right into it. Victor's lived in the San Marcos School District since the early 80s. He has two children, he and his wife, who have attended school in San Marcos from kindergarten through high school, then went on to university and graduate school. His wife, Barbara, has a Master of Education degree. Victor started his career at Hewlett-Packard and moved up in the ranks there, and he's been a committed community citizen the whole time. He served on the San Marcos Budget Review Committee, the San Marcos Economic Development Corporation, the Palomar Health Citizen Oversight Committee, and more. In 2016, Victor was elected in a district-wide election to the San Marcos School Board and is now Vice President of the Board, and in fact is up for re-election this year. Victor, I'm going to start by asking you, what was it that, because you are not, you are absolutely not a career politician, you're a career public servant in terms of volunteer activities, but you're not a career politician. So what motivated you to run for the San Marcos School Board?
5: Well, after I received my engineering degree, I worked as a product manager with Hewlett-Packard, first in Oregon and then in RB. And having raised two children in the San Marcos School District, who later graduated from USC and Cornell with a master's, I wanted to help make the district better. My wife who has a master's in education has also taught public, private now tutor in English and Spanish. So I understand the value of education. So and I saw some of the problems and I just wanted to contribute wherever I could. So that's motivated me. But you're right, Brian. I haven't been a career politician. I've worked as a as a product marketing engineer my whole life and I just observed from the outside, looked at some of the, the problems and I wanted to contribute to help solve some of those problems.
2: Thank you. Of course, within this show, Biblical Citizen, we're very interested in your personal Christian faith, which I know you well, and I know how important that is to you. My question is, how does your faith inform what you're doing in education?
5: My my basis is that God is the greatest force for good that the world has ever seen. By knowing Him, by following His advice, no one can achieve the greatest degree of freedom and happiness other than through him. So for me to do anything and not to involve him in that activity, in my mind, is, is foolish because he's the greatest resource, the most wisdom, the most experience the, his word is true and it produces the best results. So as soon as I take his word and put it on the shelf in anything I do, be it engineering, be it uh, politics, be it whatever I'm involved in, I'm really short-circuiting the whole process. And if I want good and to put the greatest force for good on the shelf, I'm not really accomplishing that goal at all. So that that's what in- includes it. By knowing him, by following his advice, I can produce, again, the greatest degree of freedom and happiness for people resources like time and money do not need to be spent for cleanup or lawlessness, but rather following Christ's instructions produces the most good for the least amount of money. So it's a very practical view, is what I'm bringing across. I don't mean to say that the reason I came to Christ is to save money. I don't mean to say that at all. But I'm just saying as a result of him, you you can accomplish much more, much more efficiently. So, so, for this reason, I've tried to have, for example, a good news club in every elementary school within the district for it for if all, everyone listens to and and it's all by volunteers so it's not, and again it's all um free will, so I'm not forcing anybody to do anything, but I want all the students to have that option because, as a result of coming to know Christ, you don't get into all these other activities that are so expensive and lawlessness and all the problems, as of, of, uh, of societal problems that, that are incorporated. So I have done that, and we're making some good progress in that regard. But the idea is to teach kids at a very young age what right and wrong is, what happiness and sadness is, what truth and lie is, so they can have that for the rest of their life and be prosperous.
2: Well, I can't think of a better better thing than that. And you and I have talked a number of times about some of the things you've been able to do during the last three and a half to four years on the school board. And one of the things I really want you to talk about is how you've been, you've taken the initiative, you've developed partnerships with various private industry companies to provide career paths for students as alternatives to the college track. I'll tell you, one of the things that bothers me in our current society is that all students, we say all students have to go to college if you want to have a rewarding and productive career And that really isn't true, is it?
5: Not at all. Not at all. There are so many opportunities that are out there. And part of my position is just connecting these opportunities. So I'm not reinventing the wheel. I'm not going out and starting anything. It's just those things that are in the private sector, letting the public sector be aware of it and the parents often and just make that connection. So, so yes, I found that there are many subjects that are needed for high-paying industry jobs that are not offered by the district. So the idea is, first, is, well, we just need more money to be able to provide, to get the instructors to be able to provide the instruction so we can help the students. So I'm not, not, not for that. Um, that's the last opportunity to go get more money. I want to first utilize the resources that are around. So what I did, for example, I went to Toyota. And talk to them, and they already have an educational program. They already have instructors. They have a whole system. But the fact is that many of our students and parents weren't aware of that. And these are, again, high paying jobs, pay $100,000 after five years. They, with no, no training, I mean, no, no out of pocket educational debt at all. This, the, the company pays for that instruction, you know, I think it's twice, uh, uh, two nights a week, they provide that. But there's a way, and it's an earn-as-you-learn type program. So you come right out of high school with a high school diploma. You come out, graduate on Saturday, on Monday, start a job. So you're getting money as you're learning. So it's earn-as-you-learn. There's no upfront investment, and there's no debt. But but that's an example. Another one is there was a, a company down in San Diego called the the um, um, Amazing Programmers Uh you know, down there and they were doing everything in San Diego, but nothing in North County. So I asked if they would do that and they, and they have. So now we have uh 80 students that are taking programming classes one night, uh, which is one afternoon for an hour and a half and they learn Java programming. So this is not learning uh, object-oriented start, and this is professional. These are done by volunteers that have been in the field 10, 20 years, that love programming, love to turn their knowledge and experience on to other kids. So this is just making that connection. So, for example, we have a, a middle school student that's making $68 an hour doing programming. So it's there's really a lot of there's that, a
2: lot of our listeners that would love to find a way to make 68 dollars an hour. that's that's pretty good.
5: Exactly, exactly. And these opportunities are there. So it's bringing up um, this organization and they they teach and they do it at, at this school facility. So you just go from one classroom into another. so it's done right there and And yes, we do charge him five ten bucks to clean up whatever for janitor service, so you don't get any special uh arrangement
2: I think it's that just- I think that's terrific. I wish we had more time to talk about it that, but I think it's one of the most wonderful things you've been able to accomplish and continue to do. I want to shift uh gear a little bit here, talk about our current overall situation in the public schools with the covid crisis, the extended covid crisis and First question, Victor, is online learning the solution for Americans particularly concerned, I will say myself, about poor students, about younger students? What what do you think?
5: Uh, No, it's not the solution for everyone. It's a solution for some. But as you know, things have been changing. Originally, Governor Newsom stated that local districts would make the determination regarding when to open, how to open, under what conditions, just locally uh, administered. But he changed his mind, and then now he's directing all his activity uh, from above so that all public and private schools have to shut down except for virtual learning. We did that, you know, a little while ago. So um, I'm not into that one-size-fits-all. I'd rather start with the bottom and because every, every problem is different. Every, that means every solution needs to be different. So I, I'm for that. Some kids are doing very well. Um, in, in uh, online, and, but it's a, it's a small percent that are doing that. So uh, generally, those areas affected can determine the best solution, I, I guess is what I'm saying. So freedom is a very efficient allocator of resources. So you have to have that component, in, in my view. Uh, online learning is, is not nearly as good as virtual le- learning for most kids. So that is our goal, to open classroom instruction as soon as possible from a district standpoint. Provide can, you briefly, can you
2: briefly share with us what alternatives your San Marcos School District is looking at for the fall? Is it only online learning, or are you looking at any other alternatives?
5: Yes, we did. We started, um, we have classroom instruction, which I mentioned is best for, for, for the majority of students. Um, but uh, we also have developed an online class. Uh, it's, a, it's a separate school, basically. So we have remote learning. We call it remote learning, which is um, if you want to get into classroom instruction but you're not allowed to, you're in the category of remote learning. The other category we have is called leading edge virtual school, and that is whether school's open or not, I want my student to step my student to stay in the um, Online program in the virtual school. program. Got it. I, we're, we're running. We're running short on
2: time, Victor. These are such okay. last question for you. I think it's very important. You're in a you're in a re-election campaign. You do have an opponent. Why should San Marcos voters in your district re-elect you? And if someone does want to support your campaign. How did they get more information?
5: Thanks for asking that, Brian. They should vote for me to be on the San Marcos School District Area D for several reasons. By the way, Area D is basically the area east of Twin Oaks Road to the Escondido border and south of El Norte Borden Road to the Escondido border. My educational philosophy is that I serve the students first, because they receive all the benefits and the taxpayer because they pay for all the benefits. Give them your, Give
2: me your contact I, information.
5: My contact information is Vic. the I I'm, I'm sorry, let's back up. It's vote for the, the, the number for Vic Graham at gmail.com. And I certainly appreciate any contributions that could be made. Again, it's vote for Vic Graham at gmail.com.
2: Thanks so much, Vic. We had a great Thank interviews today. Next week we're going to talk about finding truth in a world of fake news. Bye bye. Thanks
1: for joining us for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Join us next week at this same time as Kathleen Melanakis, author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian Melanakis, former company president, explore the deeper issues and spiritual forces behind the news and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover more major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. To learn more about this show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. That's biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. This has been Biblical Citizen Let's Roll on K Praise.